Here to get you ready for an action-packed day of football. We will find out if my markets are worth a damn. The casual better likes the things that don't move. I'm the exact opposite. I want to bet on stuff that's nuts. Hashtag spray the board. Dialed into the latest line movements, injuries, and props. It's BetQL's You Better You Bet countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. Hour number two countdown to kickoff week three NFL Sunday with Nick and Ken. I would tell you, man, we pack a lot into these two hours. A lot of content here. Uh, 40 minutes from now, we will roll through best bets, side and total, every single game on the board. We will get to the underdog money line parlay. We will get to the teasers, both the traditional two-team six-point and the monster variety, which are really fun. We will get to those as we move along this hour. Thy royal prop king will descend down from thy royal throne in minutes, but uh, we always start the second hour here on Countdown to Kickoff with the best in the business. Your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley, giving us the uh, the market update. Uh, Ken, where do we stand right now on the odds board with our, our friends over at BetMGM? Yeah, why don't we uh, we start where we finished the last hour, and that's with this Packers-Saints game. It was funny. I had the, the pregame shows on during the break, just watching to see. Sometimes you'll get some live shots from the stadium, like kind of, oh, interesting weather, or just you know a, a piece of information. And, and they were going over just how many players were going to be out for the Green Bay Packers today against the New Orleans Saints doing that same update that we did uh, last segment. I, I mentioned that the Saints uh, became favorites in the game. Green Bay getting a really bad injury report this morning. Packers were a small favorite. Now the Saints are favored. That's held at about one, one and a half. In fact, even some buyback on the Packers in a couple places. So we've really just kind of held in place. Yes, there was a reaction to the Packers missing those players, Christian Watson, Aaron Jones, Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander, but really kind of like subdued, honestly, versus uh, when you think about the totality of what those guys are worth. And, you know, for betting NFL Sunday, we're going to go through a couple other games right now that fit this description. These really injured teams and the market moving away from them, which, which it should. I mean, if you're you know, if you have 70% of your team instead of 100%, you're probably less likely to win the game that you're playing. And the other team should get some credit in the market for that. But you kind of already have some tough choices in a lot of places. So Green Bay, New Orleans would be one like, do you agree that without those players, the Saints should be favored in the game? Jordan Love's uh, uh, first home start as a as starter this year for the Packers. Or do you think that number has gone too far? Do you think the Packers can make up that difference somewhere else uh, with Baltimore? Do you think they can still win by margin against Gardner, Minshew, and Indianapolis, despite the fact they're missing like seven key starters for today's game? And the fact that Minshew starting for Indianapolis, how do you weight that? What do you make of that instead of Anthony Richardson? Are they more likely to win, less likely to win, more likely to keep the game close? What kind of game do you think it's going to be? So injuries, as usual, just kind of guide so much of the decision-making. The Houston Texans have a, a really bad injury report again, and yet people don't mind betting on them. And it's worth noting, just the, the last market update, something that has changed recently, Money coming continues to come in on Andy Dalton and the Carolina Panthers in this game against oh. Seattle. Now, for people for people who haven't followed the Seattle betting markets for the last few weeks, I mean, you've missed out on some really roller coaster kind of activity. So, I'll try to explain this as simply as possible. In Week One, the Seahawks were home against the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the Rams announced that they would be without one of their best players, a reigning offensive, or not reigning, but a former offensive player of the year in Cooper Cup. He wasn't going to play. And you know what the betting market did when that news came out? Uh, people bet the Rams, the team that didn't have Cooper Cup. They actually bet that number down. Seattle was a favorite, then they were less of a favorite. Nick and I were both like, man, that's really weird. Like, it's kind of weird. You don't usually see a, a significant player missing with injury and the team that, that's missing that player get bet on. And that 
direction that Steam proved to be correct. The Rams outgained the Seahawks by a lot. They won that game outright. Okay, we go we go to last week. Well, what did the Seahawks game bring us last week? Well, this time it was the Seahawks that were a really injured team. They were an underdog at Detroit. Detroit home opener, packed place, going to be super loud. And Seattle wasn't going to have their two offensive tackles. And they were going to have a number of other players in the game. And it seemed really unlikely that they could be competitive. But despite that, you know what happened when all those guys got declared out for Seattle? They got bet on a lot. And they ended up winning the game outright. So we have like two consecutive weeks. We have consecutive weeks here of a Seahawks game with bizarre, unpredictable line movement. And then the direction of that line movement being accurate at the end of the game. It doesn't have to work out like that. Just really interesting. Like how often do you see hurt teams get bet on a lot and be right? And it involved the same team's games back-to-back weeks. Okay, what's going on with Seattle this week? Well, they're at home against a team in Carolina that's looked absolutely putrid through two weeks. Uh, basically lost by margin in both games. I know they lost by three to New Orleans, but they were really down a lot more, scored in, you know, got a, an eight-pointer at the end, a touchdown and a two-point conversion to, uh, to push a lot of those numbers. They've been terrible. And now they're going to Seattle, and they're going to start a backup quarterback. They're going to start Andy Dalton. Uh, what's going on in this Seahawks game? Well, Andy Dalton's getting bet on. So yet again, for the third straight week, we have the underdog in the Seahawks game, that is a, whatever it is, a, a hurt opponent or the hurt Seahawks, and the team's taking money. I never, ever, Nick, use this word like a fishy line. I would rather just say, I don't really understand why the market's moving in that way. Like, usually it moves, like, toward the team that's going to be healthier. And in all three cases with Seattle so far this year, it's been the opposite. So it'll just be interesting, even if you don't have any action on the game today with Seattle and Carolina, just to kind of follow that game. You know, a 4 o'clock window is brutal. It's two huge favorites, Dallas and Kansas City. And this game, Carolina and Seattle, if you end up, you know, flip over to red zone in the fourth quarter, Carol tied at 13, be like, man, that market movement again in the Seattle game. Like there was just, you know, people have been really on this. Just really like the most fascinating thing going right now in NFL betting. These Seahawks games where the dog is getting bet and wins outright. And if that's the case this week, that'd be Carolina. Uh, not, not so much interesting to me. Or maybe to you, since we've like, be been on the show. <laughs> it's yeah. still interesting, but uh, yes, it's also not profitable because <laughs> we had the short ends of the stick the first two right. weeks. You know, you know how uh, I can tell that in excruciating detail because I was involved in both games on the team that lost. That's, yeah, it's, that's uh, how I can do that. Yeah. Me too, buddy. Um, I know it's not a huge flip here, but I, we could just give it out, right? At Ben MGM, what's happened in the Vikings Chargers game uh, where the Vikings were favorites, what, like a half an hour ago? And what, where do we stand now with the Vikings and the Chargers? This board is still something that I would call sloppy, right? Where every single sports book you look at is dealing a different market for the game. There isn't a lot of difference between the point spreads, but in a bunch of places, the Vikings are still one, one and a half at MGM. The Chargers are a one point favorite. There are pickums all over the board on this game. It is worth noting. And you wonder if this is because Garrett Bradbury, the Vikings center was declared out. The under has gotten bet in this game down a full point in the last 10 to 15 minutes. This was the highest total on the board by far, a projected shootout. I think people have seen what the Chargers offense has done for a couple weeks and Justin Jefferson in the Vikings offense, especially in catch-up mode against Philadelphia last week, played very well. Cousins, you know, second leading passer in the league basically right now or something like that. Uh, you know, 400 and what, four touchdowns last week against the Eagles. So it's like, all right, this is going to be a really high scoring game. All right, well, the Vikings are going to be without their center. Okay, well, maybe it'll be a little less high scoring. So it was 54, 54 and a half, and uh, the under has gotten bet. Would guess that's because of Bradbury. Can't always tie a move to an injury, but it would kind of make logical sense. 53 and a half, still the highest total on the board in the uh, in the Vikings-Chargers game. I want to hit you with one more here, and this is a total, Ken, in the Bills-Commanders game. Um, when we did our pick segment on the on the Phenomenal Football Friday edition of the show, I think both of us said, like, 
you know, the total feels really low here at 43 with like these two offenses. Sam Howell's looked good in his first two starts this season, looked good in week 18 last year. Obviously, Josh Allen, the Bills offense on the other side. We said maybe it's maybe it's because of the weather here on the East Coast. Um, this total's been bet up a little bit, uh, bet up a little bit here, right? At least at Bet MGM. Are you make anything of that? Is that a significant move for you with the Bills and the Commanders? It is uh I mean, I don't know if it's significant, but there there has been a little bit of action on the over. It's just worth noting that the Washington game kind of falls into this group of games. So Cleveland, we know we have the chance to have wind. The Jets, we know well, we have the option to have a lot of things based on Zach Wilson and the fact that the paint in the end zone is apparently running off everywhere. But putting that to the side, it may have the may have rain, may have a little bit of wind in that Jets game. Then there's kind of this handful of games all over the East Coast where you may get some rain, you may get some showers. Doesn't look like wind's going to be a factor really anywhere except Cleveland. But you saw a lot of these unders get bet you know, a couple down a couple points over the course of the week. You wonder if now that we're kind of getting close to the game, it's like, yeah, you know, you know, it's not that big of a deal, right? And it's the Bills offense and it's Sam Howell. You always wonder if some of these weather totals or some of these totals that get bet down earlier in the week are kind of come back up again. So we do see that with the Buffalo Bills commanders total 44, but it's a lot of the 44s are juiced over. So maybe, maybe betting that back up a little bit. And then it's also worth noting in the Colts Ravens game, the over has started to get bet a little bit recently too. That falls just in the same bucket as Washington with kind of these weather games. People might've seen the social media posts earlier today, writers at the Ravens game. And it was like, you couldn't see anything outside. It was raining so hard and everything. Not sure what the conditions are going to be obviously at kickoff, but maybe not quite as bad. Uh, this total just got bet up like a half point, a full point in a bunch of places, 44 now in some places, 43 and a half and others. So just, you never really know. It's like weather and injuries are obviously going to guide a lot of these markets and we get to Sunday and it's the same thing. And it's for you, the better it still means you have to make a really tough call. Like, all right, the weather's going to be bad. Does that mean you want to bet something different? Okay. Uh, Green Bay is going to be without four really, really important players. Still like them like the saints now, when you maybe like the Packers before always tough decisions, almost always injuries and weather should be a part of it. Our, how about our intrepid weatherman slash video producer, Matt Bassani, who's, uh, who lives in Washington, D.C., giving us the weather report. Dark but not raining right now in D.C. I'd say yeah. it's the same here where I'm at in New York City, yeah. actually. It's like gray skies, but like very light drizzle here. Um, yeah. Also, very uplifting. Very happy. Also, yeah. also the, the unders getting bet in the Jets-Patriots game, I would say that's less rain and wind and more... Zach Wilson slash no, no team speed on the Patriots offense. <laughs> that right. would be my guess as to uh, as to the total movement there. And uh, it's well, it's funny. We didn't. I don't know if we did this with the Patriots with the inactives. Yeah, we were. They were kind of coming fast and furious there. And I was looking at the odds board. Patriots without. I think it's like their top four corners or something today. Like a lot of members of their secondary not going to play. It's this is always one of the funniest things to me when you hear something that sounds really bad from an injury standpoint. So Patriots, man, they're going to be without like their entire secondary. You go. Well, who are they playing against this week? And then somebody goes, Zach Wilson. And you just go, well, that's not going to be a big deal. I mean, that's it just, it's just, it's just really funny how these things line up sometimes where, man, if you had to pick a quarterback to not have any corners against, I mean, he might be the first pick in the draft. He was the second pick into the actual draft. He might be the first pick in the draft for quarterback you'd want to face when no healthy secondary members are playing. Yeah, Jonathan Jones was ruled out um, this morning by the Patriots, which was expected based on the Friday injury report. Marcus Jones placed on IR earlier in the week, joining like a couple of Patriots that have been hurt for like a couple of weeks now. Um, again, it's Zach Wilson, though, in the uh, the New York Jets. Now, maybe there is an opportunity to make some money on, on the Jets today. Oh, and maybe it's in the prop market with a couple of uh, Patriots cornerbacks down in this game. So following what was a hyper-successful week number two betting props, and Ken, we rang the bell on Thursday night. With 
with Ronnie. Anytime Boom. touchdown for <laughs> anytime touchdown a first touchdown score also had the Elijah Mitchell uh, rushing yards over. We won't mention that Darius Slayton went under by a point because we under by a yard because we only talk about wins on the show, not losses. I'm just kidding. We talk about the losses too. Slayton lost by a yard, but we won Mitchell and we had the Ronnie Bell anytime and first touchdown. So we're feeling really good right now. The prop king is, fe- is Royal Oats. What's what's the you're, you're, you're uh. Yeah, what do you what do you do with your oats? I think like I think you, sowing oats, you feel your oats. I I think you feel them. Is that allowed in public? <laughs> well, maybe not in public, but uh, from juice. where I'm at right now, yeah. alone in my office, I feel like it might be okay. So anyway, the prop kings feeling great. The coffers are currently filled with coins, and we would like to continue filling those coffers with coins. As now the prop king descends down from thy royal throne, traipses across thy royal purple velvety carpet over to thy royal balcony to gaze down upon you, the peasants, to issue prop winners week three, Sunday, in the National Football League. Now approaching the betting window, it is your prop king, Nick Costos. <laughs> All hail King Costos. All hail King Costos. <laughs> why? Why is? Why is? Why am I wearing a suit on video You're there and not suit. like the robe? I, I, it's, it's pretty funny. I mean, I don't. I actually like it. Is that really like Apparently. your entire body? Too? Your your right arm looks really long too. It's like bent in a funny way. There's a there's a lot going on there. It's so all pretty funny. People, You're in a suit for people for people that are watching on video. Normally it's like the king, the royal garb. Now I'm wearing a suit. I don't know. If the, does the king wear a suit? I actually think it's kind of funny. So if we get the VIP suite. We can go with that. I got, yeah. Actually. I actually think that that's really fun. It's a good job by everybody. All right. Thy Royal Props. I will roll through a couple games here. Um, Thy Royal Browns and Thou Royal Titans. Uh, We played this prop on Monday night. It won in excruciating fashion because it took forever. The Prop King doesn't care, though. The Prop King thinks that he's going to win this one again. Uh, And that'll be Elijah Moore over rushing and receiving combined yards. 38 and a half at BetMGM. Moore in the first two games of the season, 16 targets and has carries in each of the first two games as well. So look, maybe Deshaun Watson's Uncle Rico and he's overthrowing receivers by 100 feet. I think we're going to get there with Elijah Moore today. Elijah Moore over rushing and receiving yards, a low number, 38 and a half. Now, I told you the prop king is trying to corner the first touchdown market. Not really, but uh, he's feeling his royal oats right after the uh, the Ronnie Bell first touchdown on Thursday night. How about Marquise Goodwin? He's got, like, Olympic speed, but he's not really that good at football, but that's okay because all he does is run really fast and Deshaun Watson throws the ball really far. Average depth of target this year for Marquise Goodwin, 43 yards, meaning that when they throw in the ball, it's way, way down. Shout out to Office Space. Way, way down the field. Marquise Goodwin, anytime touchdown. And Marquise Goodwin, first touchdown. We can uh, break off a unit there. Or not a unit, whatever. Beer and pizza money. Break off the beer and pizza money. Uh, First touchdown, anytime touchdown for Marquise Goodwin. Uh, Lions and the Falcons coming over tonight in Detroit. Uh, I think everyone thinks, I know Tom Pelissero of NFL Media had a report this morning that Jameer Gibbs is going to see the majority of the workload today in the Lions running back group. I'll believe it when I see it with Dan Campbell and the way that he rotates his running backs in and out. So until we see differently, the prop king is going to go with what he's seen in the past. And that is the Lions always using multiple running backs. Craig Reynolds is the guy that we can bet on in this regard. Craig Reynolds over 29 and a half rushing yards. Now, in the anytime touchdown market is the assumption that, you know, if it's not Gibbs down by the goal line, it'll be Craig Reynolds. Yes. Is that assumption correct? Maybe. 
Or maybe will it be a little paprika, a little garlic, a little hot sauce, bam! As in Zonovan Bam Knight. Anytime and first touchdown today for the Detroit Lions. And then, you know, Arthur Smith hates fantasy football. Arthur Smith hates Kyle Pitts. I actually mean that seriously. He probably hates Kyle Pitts. Jonu Smith has more red zone targets this year than Kyle Pitts. Jonu Smith, anytime touchdown for the Atlanta Falcons. On the other side, the rest of the props coming up for Week 3 NFL Sunday, and then we'll get Ken Barkley's Underdog Moneyline Parlay and the Monster Teasers for you today.